Happy Monday, everyone. Happy March Madness Monday. The madness has begun. It's commenced. Get those brackets ready. Get your pencils, your sheets of integrity. Get them ready. Oh, my goodness. It is oh, best time of the year for sure. Uh, it's all kinds of excitement. It's a cr- oh, crazy, crazy weekend for Chicago. The Chicago River was dyed green. It We're back to well, semi-normalcy. So we have so much to cover in madness in general, like we're so mad. It's so, so, so excited for March Madness, as I'm sure everyone out there watching this right now and hearing this and uh, however you're digesting and consuming this is super, super stoked for March Madness. I want to know who do you see going all the way? Uh, who do you see in your final four? Who do you have in your elite eight? Uh, I am a homer and my I'll, I'll have two different brackets. I'm going to have the homer one that's got this hard hills going all the way. And then I'll have a real one, which I've got to go through and say, okay, who do I really think is going to go through? Uh, we're our house divided. Chris is uh, his, he's an Illini all the way through. That's where he went. So we do have a little jab here and there. Cause I always go back and say he was at the game and uh, when the Tar Heels uh, beat Illini- uh, the, the Illinois. So we'll have, I'll have the two brackets and we got to figure out who's going to go and, and then have some bragging rights uh, here and there. So uh, let me know, who do you see going? Uh, I, like I said, we'll, we'll go through ours and um, want to know for sure. It's a, it's such a fun time. And I, I love how, as always, it brings people together. I've, uh, I was talking to a friend um, last week when you're we in Florida that they, uh, they get the whole family together. And I'd love how, even if you're not really into sports, how people get into it. And so I'm super excited about that. As everyone knows that uh, I was on vacation this past week and uh, that's, we're going to get into that. Not so much a little, a little bit in this episode, but I'm going to bring that on uh, to a later episode as well. Uh, I had a blast with that. It was phenomenal. Anytime you can get away, uh, whatever you're, whatever your cup of tea is, whether that's the snow, whether that's sunshine, whatever it is, um, as always, just take some time to do that. It's a very much necessity. Get out, decompress, make sure you're given time to your employees do that. We're not going to go over that again because we've already done that multiple times. Uh, just, yeah, make sure you're, you're decompress and have work-life balance because it's so important. Um, I had some good time with that. Can check Disney off the box now. Uh, different experience for sure. I was able to experience the, the Disney experience. There were some things that were okay that I could definitely see the Disney experience. And there was a little bit of a you know, letdown on the Disney experience. There's some things that were like, okay, this is really, really cool. And then the other parts were like, whoa, I was really expecting from, you know, you preach about how awesome the Disney experience is and the customer service. And I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of was whoa, I, I, I was at a little bit of a letdown on the Disney experience, and the customer experience. So um, like I said, we'll get into that in a later episode. And there uh, some other things will, will uh, happen along that week. But the biggest thing was just to, to decompress and have some time for um, myself and Chris and just get away. And uh, like I said, have some rest and relaxation, which is always, always a good thing. Um, want to go back to Friday a little bit with Sarah from PCG and speak with her and man, if you have not had a chance to listen to that episode, to watch that episode, uh, however you're digesting this, this uh, content, please go back and watch it. I, I cannot express enough. I know we had uh, everyone out at NADA and uh, being spread up across the nation with that. Take some time and go back and watch it and, and, and listen to it. There was so much knowledge in that and so many, so much information and uh 
good advice and uh, just little things here and there that, that Sarah brought to the episode that I highly, highly recommend. I know that last week was uh, Women's, Inter- Women's International Day and Glenn Pash had a, uh, a very, uh, I saw some, I don't know where I saw it, if it was on Twitter or if it was on LinkedIn, wherever he saw it. And I have to creatively borrow what he said, but this, that he kind of doesn't like talking about it or broadcasting to say happy international day, because it really should be every single day. And I, I a hundred percent agree with that um, because it should be, we should be celebrating this every day and not just one day or one week or one month. And um, I think that should be like really any holiday. And um, I think it was back on, I think it was like Valentine's day or something like that. I happened to made a, a comment about the same type of thing that these holidays that we, we celebrate it, it kind of drives me insane sometimes because we, we get so caught up in this hallmark, I'm just call it hallmark bullshit that it's, it shouldn't take a holiday for someone to say, I love you, or give someone, you know, pick up the phone and call them or do something nice for someone. So uh, I, I just echo kind of what Glenn was saying and what I said back in February, just that it, it really shouldn't take a holiday for, to recognize someone or to tell someone you love them or to tell, um, reach out and tell someone, do something nice for someone. So Anyways, um, with that, Sarah just brought down the house on Friday. It is, there's so, there's so many good things about what she said and so many just knowledge that she dropped. And when she was just dropping bombs left and right about the amount of knowledge she was dropping on, on Friday, um, a couple of things I want to touch on. And then, uh, I want you all to go back. If you haven't watched it, go back and watch it and listen to it. And go back and re-listen to it. Cause there, like I said, there was just so much that she brought and she's such a, like just a fountain of knowledge. And she's, she is, she's moved up so quickly in where she's been because she is so knowledgeable. Um, and I have said when I, when I first started the episode that there's no one else I call when it <laughs> more frequently than her or texts uh, more frequently than her and reach out to more frequently to her when it comes to social, because she is she's the best. Like there's no one more than, more than her. So one, it's a, it's not a, mar- it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And so too often, uh, well, some people will think that, Hey, we need to quick love. It's not working. So we change it. No, just pump the brakes, let it, write it out, write it out. Do we really need to change that right now? No, we don't just slow down. And the other big one, and, and as we discussed on Friday as well, and if you've either heard me speak um, or heard me on uh, my soapbox for two seconds, or you've heard Sarah, branding, 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 and that a dealership or not even a dealership, a, a business in general needs to take every chance possible in social to brand themselves. And especially in the auto industry, in the auto industry, is that we think that um, though not in general, the thought, the a common pitfall is that, oh, well, social is just for lead generation. No, it's not. It's, it's first and foremost is for branding. So just please, if you take nothing else from that, is that to please brand yourself, take every, social is not for selling. Get it out of your mind. It's not for selling. Think of the last thing that you saw on social. If someone started selling you, which are you going to go continue to follow them? No, you're not. You're not. So stop. Get it out of your mind. You're the customer is going to buy the person, and they're not going to the, the whatever they're buying is going to come secondary. They're buying they're buying the person. They're buying a brand. That is what they're buying. So branding, 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 and the rest of like I said, go back and watch it because there is just so much, so much knowledge. This week, man, we're we're going to continue the this the powerful, amazing, 
incredible women. And I've got Candace Lois coming on this week. She brings 26 years of automotive experience to the table. Um, she is a, just a, another wealth of knowledge and uh, has so much that she brings to the table. We're going to be talking all about uh, not reputation management, another going to continue the social conversation and just some uh, things that she's seen that once again works, doesn't work. Uh, and she, she knows a little bit of everything. She's been in the industry for a minute to say the least. And she's, uh, she's sad about every chair there is to sit. So I love talking with her. I've known Candace for a little bit here. And like I said, she's just, you can ask her anything because she's done it. She knows what works, doesn't work. And her and I have uh, had multiple conversations and I've had great stories about her and I, uh, that, you know, whether it's a green pea up to the executive manager, to the corporate, to the uh, area staff managers, doesn't matter what it is. She's always there to help someone else. And one of the things I love about this show is that we're here to make the world a better place. At the end of the day, we want to make the world better than we found it. We want to make this industry better than we found it. And that is exactly what Candace wants to do. Uh, and so I'm so excited to have her on this week. So with this Sunday, so with this Sunday, uh, with this Monday, we have Selection Sunday. We're so excited. We have March Madness. So I don't know if you can see this shirt right now. So I've got right now it says uh, I make shoe I make shoe connection uh, contact before eye uh, eye contact. And at this point, you guys all know I have a bit of a Air Jordan uh, problem. I, I can admit I have a problem. That's about as far as it's ever going to get because I'm never going to do anything else more about it. So. Uh, I've been holding off on this for a bit, but I figured we're now we're into March. Now, now is a good time to let you all into this. That uh, so I started collecting Jordans when I was uh, I think it was about fifteen ish. I think I was about fifteen, and my mom bought me my first pair of Jordans, and then from then on, I just said, "Hey, hey, this is my it's my addiction." Uh, you don't need to take that burden of this. Let me. I'm going to handle that. So then I started working at Foot Locker, and uh, when I say working, I really never took home a paycheck. So I really just paid myself to work there. Let's be honest. Um, and then from there, I just continued to collect shoes. And then um, I've broken a lot of bones, had a lot of surgeries, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it was probably around, I'm trying to think what year it was. Uh, it was a while ago. And I moved out to Chicago in 2010. So it was before 2010. And I, I shattered my foot and my, my foot healed it didn't, my foot size changed. So my, my, none of my Jordans fit anymore. And at that time, part of them, when I got my shoes, when I bought them, a lot of my shoes I never wore. So I had all these Jordans I had at the time, probably like 300 pairs of Jordans. And, um, they, uh, I started selling them off. So I was like, I'm, I'm never going to wear my Jordans again. And a lot of the shoes I didn't wear. And I was just so pissed because I'd also had a surgery where I couldn't, um, I couldn't do contact sports again. So I started setting off my collection. Fast forward to uh, 2010, I live in Chicago now, and I finally, about a couple of years ago, decided, you know, I'm going to start collecting shoes again. So, but I go, if I'm going to collect them, I'm going to start wearing them. And we moved, uh, the last couple of years ago, we moved. And just recently, Chris says, hey, why don't we start, why don't we just, because I'm just keeping very OCD. As soon as I wear them, I clean them. They've got to go back in the boxes. And uh, I, I don't want, you know, don't want light getting on them because it it damages them, the, the soles change color, it's all yellowy and yeah, whatever. So if you ever hear my roommates that from college would know that they're like, what is that sound? And it's, they're like, is Brooke ferociously brushing her teeth? No, it's, I'm cleaning my, I'm cleaning my Jordans. So uh, he goes, look, why don't we display them? And I was really hesitant about it. Cause I was like, oh, I don't want to damage them. And 
He's like, let's just, let's give it a shot. So over the weekend, we completely built a, a shoe wall. Now it's not all my Jordans, but it's a, it's a portion of them. So it got me to thinking a little bit about like, just how you display things and how you present things and, and every step of the way, how we would check in. So how relating this to what we do in the, in our business and how we do this in the industry and um, every step of the way it was, okay, is it level? Is it, is it, is it right there? Is it, you know, how are the metrics on this? And number one, are we checking in every step of the way of with our metrics? Are they good metrics? Is it good data? Are we going through and saying, okay, all right, if this is just, if it's just a little bit off the level, it's not correct. Right. And so we're like, Oh no, we got to, we got to switch it just a little bit. And Chris and I are very much perfectionists. And so it's got to make sure this is correct. Got to make sure this is correct. And then we'd go through and like, Oh no. Oh. And then we'd take it back down and then we, you know, put it back up and then no. Okay. Now it's good. And then once it's all done, it, the thing is absolutely incredible that it looks so much better than I ever did. So once it's all done, I'm going to post this up here. We've got a time-lapse video of it. I've got the photos of it and I'll put it up here. You can throw it in here and you guys can see everything. Um, and I just go, this is so much better than I ever, I ever imagined it would ever look. And it's all thanks to Chris that he did this. And then I, I, I go back and look and think, okay, in our business, in our industry, how we evolved. Like I didn't think that I ever wanted, you know, I was so nervous of what it was going to look like. And, oh, I don't want to, you know, I just, oh, I'm so tense and I don't want to. And looking at the old school four square, you know, the four square, oh, no, we got to hold on to the four square. Well, whether it's a digital retailing tool, before the digital retailing tool, there was your CRM would print off nice little, you know, things that customer and present it to the customer. And it's all about presentation, right? And the presentation looks so nice and looks so much better. But how, how fearful we are, whether it's in the auto industry or just in general, how fearful we are change. And it's like, oh, but I don't know. And oh my gosh, but the presentation looks amazing. It looks so much better. And it was just a simple, I wasn't, well, well, it was simple. It took, it was a lot of time and effort we put into it, but it just looks so much better. And we mapped it all out. We made sure in every sense, okay, what was the strategy we had in mind? We knew what it wanted to look like. And we, I did so much research beforehand. Okay, we're going to look like this. We looked at all, I mean, the amount of freaking research I did beforehand of, okay, do I want it? Do I want it in boxes? Do you want the shelves? Do you want which box, which one lets, okay, we do boxes. How much UV light do you want coming in? Because if the UV light comes in, it's going to damage the soles. Okay, if we do the shelves, I did like three weeks beforehand to see how much dust would actually get on the shelves. Is it going to damage the shoes? Okay, if we do the shelves, which shelves do you want? Well, then, okay, I want to do the IKEA shelves. Okay, with the IKEA shelves, they're out of for a month and a half, they were sold out because of everything is on back order. So there was so much work beforehand, but I knew the strategy what I want to go into to do it. And the same thing can be said, whether it's in the auto industry or anywhere else, but going through every step of the way as we go through and constantly checking in. Are you constantly checking in with your team? How are they doing? Staying true to that, staying true to the metrics. Are you measuring the right thing? And if you are, as long as you are checking in every step of the way, okay, is it working? Is it working? Because if we hadn't have been and checking with the levels and making sure they're exactly this, you know, seven inches apart, because if it's one seven inches and one eight, eight inches, eight inches, and the other one six inches, you're not, it's all going to be screwed up, right? So it would be a really big problem. And then, okay, well, one's here. Well, one's here. Well, now they're not level and, and now it's not going to look so pretty and we just wasted a, a, a lot of money. So Anyways, I'm very, very excited. Uh, it turned out, I, I've been on like on cloud night ever since because it turned out so well. In fact, we're 
the one wall we've done and I'm, we're going to get some more shelves and uh, put them somewhere else to get, try to get the rest of Jordan's up there. But, um, very, very excited about it. So like I said, I'll, I'll drop in here and or here and you guys can see uh, the rest of how it turned out. And um, yeah, just like I said, don't be afraid to change. I know Sarah and I talked about this uh, last week as well, but just take, take every chance you have uh, that comes at you. So uh, I'm using someone that's afraid of change. And this was just something that's been my baby for so long. I mean, I've been collecting shoes for, um, we're going on what, 20s? 20 something odd. I can't even do math on this. How long it's been 23 years now, 20, almost 25 years now. So, uh, it's been a while and it all, it all came together. They all turned out well. And it's a it's presentation you're checking in and you got the metrics and it's the right metrics. So it turned out absolutely amazing. And there we go. So bring this all full circle is March madness time. I, I want to hear everyone how you're doing for your, your pools and your, uh, your tourney and your sheets of integrity, uh, who, you, how, who you see going to Final Four, who do you see taking it. And we've got Candice Lowe on this week and super, super excited to have her on here. And she's got, like I said, 26 years of automotive experience. I mean, she's, she's got, ask her anything. She's sat in about every, every seat there is to seat, sit at this point. Uh, and so, so grateful for Sarah coming on last week. Once again, if you haven't checked out her episode, please go back and listen to it. She so, so much uh, to gain and to glean from what she, she spoke on last week. And as always, have a wonderful week. Be kind, be nice to everyone. Reach out to someone in need because there's always someone out there that, that needs assistance. They, you, you might not be able to tell it. They may be putting up a strong uh, front and the facade up front and just smile, smile for someone that might be all that someone needs. So uh, as always, thank you for being a part uh, of this Facts Not Feelings and have a wonderful rest of your day and your week. And we'll see everyone Friday. Have a wonderful rest of your day.